Welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 19 of season three, The Nightmare Planet. Ooh. Very and then the last episode, uh, the Quintessons had the Decepticons uh, awaken ancient monsters that would destroy Cybertron, uh, but none of it happened because everybody... It's, just, it's a cartoon. They saved the day in the end. Uh, and this week we have, or this episode, we have a, we have a Daniel episode. Daniel Heavy kind of episode. Uh, and I had an idea, Paul. Yeah. Um, this is an episode uh, about a kid, about kids' nightmares. Yeah, D- Daniel's kind of the main thing in this one, yeah? He is. And and we swear a lot in yeah. this show. Not not excessively, but it, it's we're, we're, we have the red E. We're an explicit show. Yeah. So I thought, well, let's just agree that there will be no swearing oh, okay. in this episode. We can, we can give it a try. So parents, if you're listening with your kids, you don't have to worry about this one. Don't plug. You can take the cotton swabs out of their ears. <laughs> Yeah, I think we we could do a family friendly show. PG, yeah. Yeah, totally. This is this is going to be our PG episode. So, parents, you're welcome. Now let's get this mother <laughs> going, shall we? Sounds like a good idea to me. All right. So we start with Daniel being chased by well through this creepy, creepy place <laughs> and chased by something that we can't see. And yeah, and he keeps running into. I mean, it becomes pretty evident he's having a nightmare because yeah, there's, there's a, a giant jack, jack in the box. Yeah, there's a giant witch casting spells, and then he turns around and holy. <laughs> It's Galvatron, but he's like it is, 20 stories tall. Yeah, he's fucking massive. And like, man, that is scare me too. Just regular Galvatron would scare the shit out of me. Oh, I know. Yeah. 20 story Galvatron starts storming at him and he screams and wakes up in bed and it was all a nightmare. And yeah, and Rodimus is right there in the room. Like, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> uh, but Rodimus gives Daniel advice, <laughs> which is, uh, what's it called when you control your dreams? Luc- is it lucid dreaming? A uh, lucid dream, yeah. Like Spike and Carly he basically had no idea what to do about that. these recurring nightmares, so they got the leader of the Autobots like, hey, genius. No, literally, Carly, you're a genius. <laughs> Call the <laughs> doctor. Like, <laughs> but no, no. Uh, they get Rodimus to just say, hey, the next time you see giant Galvatron, Picture giant Rodimus. And I got to tell you, Paul, that's kind of f-ing scary as well. <laughs> like, I don't trust <laughs> Rodimus on that many levels. Not a great yeah. leader. Making him 20 stories tall helps nothing. No, no, it does not. Anyway, uh, Daniel says, okay, good idea, and rolls over to go back to sleep. Yeah, and, this- and Carly and Spike go back to bed. And then, and then we just see this little f-ing tentacle thing sneak in yeah. over Daniel. I was like, oh, my God, what's the?" Was he awake? I don't know. And then we cut to uh, Magnus Springer... And Rodimus, I think it was just the three. Yeah, of them. and they're driving through the same fog that we saw mm. before. It's like okay, and, and, and Rodimus says the fog is sticking to them like creepy glue. Like that—that's how he says it. Like not this is sticking glue. It's like creepy glue. It says creepy glue with the emphasis on creepy. Like it's a product name. Like creepy glue for all your f-ing scary adhesive needs. Give this shit a sniff and it'll scare the f- out of you. Uh, okay, well creepy glue. It's too form that too bad they didn't have any creepy glue, <laughs> but this world is actually I, I shouldn't even use the word world because at no point in this episode does it ever really establish what's real and what's not, who's awake and who's not. And no, it's, which is kind of makes it f-ing scary. Yeah, I guess. Well, to a kid anyway. And in this fog, they get attacked by Predacons who very quickly. Yeah, you just see their eyes light up yeah. and it's Razor Claw and Rampage come out and uh, I think it's Rampage. It's or no, it's Headstrong. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, 
Springer says, you know what? This doesn't look like a good spot for a party. So Rodimus just puts the creepy glue back in his pocket. <laughs> kind of sniff that Everything has its time and place. <laughs> and he says another really stupid thing. He's like, you, this fog is so f***ing thick you could cut it with a laser beam. Like, yeah, probably, because laser is light, <laughs> idiot. Aren't you f***ing genius robots from another planet? <laughs> but it doesn't matter because the Predacons turn into Predaking. And just <laughs> as they do... Giant monsters yeah. arrive. I, I like where Ultra Magnus is like, it's so foggy, I can't tell how many there are. It's like, five. There are five Predacons, idiot. You've met these f***ing guys before, all right? We've sold the toys, you know there's five of them. And just after they turn into Predaking, these giant monsters arrive, and it's yeah, like... like it's Frankenstein's monster, and the, and the Wolfman, and there's a gargoyle. They start approaching, Yeah, and it's not immediately made clear, but these things are f***ing giants too oh yeah they're giants to the transformers like they're huge mm. uh huge to the point like they try shooting laser fire at it nothing works but these things are attacks the monsters not the autobots yeah and now dracula is with them oh, there's another one and then there's a ghost that looks exactly yeah. like a kid's costume <laughs> like a f***ing sheet over their head comes in scooby-doo ghost then um uh they have a giant just comes out of like a crevice in the ground and picks up. He's so big, he can just pick Transformers up one in each hand. And he's like, fee, fi, fo, fum, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> he notices the dive bomb and Ultra Magnus aren't Englishmen, but he's going to eat them anyway. And, uh, How like, progressive of him. There's a witch shows up and Rodimus just orders everyone to calm the f*** down. Like, no, this is not the time to calm down. You're fighting these monsters and your weapons are useless. <laughs> and then like a dragon swoops in and grabs Springer and Razorclaw and makes off with them. And, and I will say, it was and, a purple dragon. Uh, no, there are five colors of dragons. There are red dragons, white dragons, green dragons, black dragons, and blue dragons. <laughs> and they're all evil so fuck off with your purple dragons <laughs> anyway it takes a uh, oh we before we get back to where it takes a uh, springer and razor claw the we cut to the quintessons and this is when yeah. a little bit is explained they have we daniel hooked figure up. out what's going on yeah. here yeah he's hooked up to some device uh, i bet they're using creepy glue to hold it on like to onto his the, head the, yeah because they have this suction cup like creepy glued to his head yeah, and it's making the transformers literally fight his nightmares so yes like, but oh, now okay. this is where it like is it making the nightmares real is it are the transformers in a dream world because it's similar to the dream world daniel is in it's just it's a bunch of fucking garbage in terms of <laughs> reality and that doesn't make sense all you have to accept is this shit is scary and, and now we're at dracula's castle i, I wonder if this is rumania john ah, anyway <laughs> uh the uh and the dragon flies in the front door that's a little throwback to trans european express yeah this dragon flies in the front door and just drops springer and razor claw into a dungeon and, and of course there's a f princess and she even has the the friggin like the princess hat like the cone hat with the, the yeah it's and it's pink. coming off it and, yeah and she's chained to this pillar or something and she kind of looks like carly she kind of does which they never really explicitly no. reference but as you see later it would make sense that she is carly so yeah springer just immediately breaks her chains off but uh and he asks, okay, where are we? She's like, oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll give you a reward if you can get me home. And then suddenly Razorclaw, uh, he puts down his creepy glue, and he's all in. Like, why? What What the hell is he going to do with gold? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Springer is like, maiden, I refuse the reward. We will do it because it's good. And at this point, Paul, I realized we have a what the fuck? episode we haven't had one of these for a while but this is a <laughs> legitimate the... genuine 100 percent what the oh, fuck episode like, and the princess says if there's magic lance somewhere in the castle that can kill this dragon and springer says yeah i'll use it if i have to and then razor claw's like 
I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> like, oh my god, you're <laughs> yeah. a <laughs> yeah. like. Just pick the th- yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, the, we go back to the Autobots that are who are being held, or the Autobots and Predacons who are being held by this giant. And the witch shoots their magic at her, and they jump out of the way. Mm. And uh, she hits the giant and turns him into a frog. <laughs> yeah, and she gets like abracadabra, hocus pocus, whatever, turn into a toad, or whatever. And the giant turns into a toad and just hops away, and he's gone. But then it starts getting even more f***ed up because this bucket of water appears in front of her. And I thought, okay, the witch did that, and she's going to turn the bucket of water into a bucket of water monster or something. But I'm like, that makes no f***ing sense. But Rodimus picks the thing up, and you know what he's going to do. He throws the water on the witch, and ah, I'm melting. Yeah. And I think and he, he referenced, they're like, yeah. how did you know how to do that? And he's like, oh, Rekgar. Yeah, talking TV with Rekgar. It's like, really? All the stupid shit that guy says, and that's the one you found <laughs> away for a rainy day in the off chance you'd ever have to fight a f***ing witch? <laughs> I guess it paid off, anyway. Uh, so uh, we go back to the Quintessons, and they're, they've realized that Daniel is starting to resist their technology, their invasion of his mind, and that's allowing him to help out the mm, Autobots. So it was so. he who made the bucket of water appear. Yeah, so check the creepy glue, guys. That thing isn't tight enough on that kid's head. Creepy glue for all your scary medical experiment needs. They have, but you don't know, they, they have a little slider thing and they turn up the power to two. <laughs> like, guys, you turn it up to 11. Yeah, come, come on. on. And out comes a giant snake monster from the ground and attacks everybody. Yeah, the Hydra thing. Uh, commercial break. And then uh, when we come back, this was, again, kind of a neat thing that, that made me say, what the f***? But they're they're having fun playing with this idea <laughs> in that a biplane comes by yeah. and uh, bombs this snake monster. And then even saves magnets from falling in the pit, like scoops them up and flies away. Yeah, and the pilot is, it's Spike, but he has lighter hair. So is it Spike with his hair drawn wrong, or is it an adult Daniel, is what I'm thinking, because Daniel's mother is a blonde, right? Daniel has lighter hair than Spike. And they even say, that looked a lot like Daniel. Or he looked really Um, familiar, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what they say, he looked really familiar. But Dive Bomb isn't impressed with this. He's like, actually, the kid had some real Line or whatever he says. <laughs> so the Quintessons uh, at this point realize Daniel's still helping and still resisting. They add a little bit more creepy glue, yeah. and then they crank it up even the power oh, up even further. To three, and then we just cut to a scene with Predacons being attacked by giant, giant Venus flytraps, and then we go away. It's like a giant plant thing, yeah. Like we didn't see it arrive. No, we didn't see the fight start. We don't know where they are in relation to anything, but they're fighting this thing, and then we just go to Springer. Yeah, and he's pacing back and forth, and I like a razor is sitting because he, he's sitting exactly like the way a cat would yeah. <laughs> if it's just waiting for something <laughs> and he says just wait till the guards get here and they'll dismantle them but anyway the Springer's got an idea, and Razor Claw transforms and says, all right, fine, what is it? And we don't find <laughs> out because we're going to go back, and now everybody's fighting the Venus flytraps, and then clown monsters? Well, suddenly Ultra Magnus has weed killer or something and oh, attacks yeah. the plant thing, and now they're like, all right, somebody is definitely helping us out, but who is it, right? Exactly. But yeah, these clown things appear, and Rodimus tells Diabum, all right, look, just leave them alone. Maybe if we don't just let them go, they'll leave us alone, right? But but the other Predacons attack them, and yeah. the fight comes back, and then this alligator thing attacks Ultra Magnus. And then we go <laughs> logically to a scene where Springer explains his plan to Razorclaw. Oh, no, sorry, that doesn't happen. No. I mean, logically we go to a scene where they track down the dragon and come up with a plan. Hey, oh, sorry, sorry, that doesn't happen. The lance logically, the- they actually uh, come to the dragon's lair and find out how they can... Oh, sorry, 
story. That doesn't happen. They just break into the fight. Yeah, we come into this fight halfway through. We completely missed something here because Springer has this lance and the princess is all cheering him on against the dragon. But Razor Claw is just basically standing there. He's like, nope, they don't help Autobots. Fuck him. He can do this. Which now I have to ask, <laughs> hey, what was Springer's plan? Just stab it? And if that was, why did he need Razor Claw's help? Yeah, exactly. So Springer's fighting the dragon, but, like, it, it knocks the lance out of his hand. Well, Springer, next time, try Creepy Glue. Creepy Glue for all your scary dragon-slaying needs. So then we go to the other Transformers, and they just walk into a fun house, like a mirror house. Yeah, it's like a house of mirrors, and the reflections start pulling them into the walls. And it's <laughs> almost like the mirrors turn into, like, a liquid and reach out and pull them in, too. It's one stupid thing here is J- Dive just Bomb one? falls through a trap door. Like, really? Yeah. A Decepticon. Like, a robot that can f***ing fly that turns into a f***ing bird is the one they picked to fall through the f***ing trap door. Like, why not one of the Autobots? The very least headstrong, he's heavy. Getting mad at something illogical in this episode is the equivalent of walking into a nursery and (laughs) saying, why does it smell like baby poop in here? So, uh, in this funhouse, guess who shows up? Big-ass motherfucking huge Galvatron. Giant Galvatron. And Rodimus is, the head's runs like, oh, finally, the f-ing boss is here. But no, Rodimus is like, nope, that ain't the real one. Like, <laughs> but like, what happened to the reflections attacking them all of a sudden? Like, did they just take their football and go home? Because the script decided those reflections weren't important anymore. So Galvatron, giant Galvatron, picks them up and he's about to crush them in his hands. Commercial f-ing break. But uh, Galvatron says, like, I can be any, of course it's me, I can be any size I want. And he grows so large, he smashes the building. Like, a few tubes of creepy glue will fix that. Creepy glue for all your post-giant robot house-shattering shenanigans. And then, guess who shows up? Giant Rodimus. Yes. So, at, now at this point, and it, it is, I'm glad that Rodimus realized it because they it was a pretty good setup that now he realizes oh shit, that's giant me i know who i told that to daniel we're in <laughs> yeah. daniel's dream so they they realize okay we need to get to daniel because he's clearly in trouble mm-hmm. i guess and then we cut to uh the princess talks razor claw into helping <laughs> yeah. springer springer and the dragon round three here we go jesus <laughs> and uh yeah nothing's changed oh, but now sp- this scene she's just pleading with razor claw and you know what it reminded me of is that in rinse the blood off my toga where uh whatever julie caesar's wife was like i told him julie don't go it's like just whining and going on I'm like oh my god it's like at this point if i were razor claw i'd do it just to get her to shut up it's like <laughs> She's a oh pretty God, annoying character. Oh yeah, and but they they kill the dragon, and then uh, they're like, "Well, how do we get to yeah, our friends?" Yeah, like, because Razor Claw is in uh, lion mode, and Springer gets on his back, and it's like all jousting and, shit, and like they jump yeah. and stab the dragon, <laughs> yeah. and Puffy's gone. Which so I gotta say, at that point, I was like, "Okay, that must have been Springer's plan." Mm, so maybe yeah. I, I would have really liked to see the scene where Springer was like, "No, no, seriously," in the prison cell, he's like, "Seriously, dude, this is my plan. I ride on top of you." <laughs> yeah. Like, I bet you if you were a Transformer that turned into a four-legged creature, having your friend say, hey, dude, can I ride in your back would be the most annoying thing. Especially if you're a lion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're like, well, how do, now that we've defeated the dragon, how do we get to our friends? And she's like, oh, right there. And Springer's like, it's a yellow brick road, but it's actually like a brown dirt road. Yeah, well, maybe it's just because it's kind of dark and... There's a lot of that fog that they make creepy glue out of. <laughs> and earlier on in the episode, the animators were like, <laughs> nothing matters. 
apparently Danny can only hear the princess. Like, he, he can't hear the Autobots talking or something. So did you notice in this episode, it's around this point, people stopped, or Transformers stopped calling him Daniel, and he starts getting referred to as Danny. Yeah, yeah. And it's that way for the rest of the episode. But, uh, yeah, he can only hear her. And it's like, yeah, probably because you can't fucking talk without yelling, lady. Like, mellow out. Sniff some creepy glue or something. Creepy glue for all your agitated, annoyingly loud princess calming needs. <laughs> but uh, we, we find out that the Quintessons have decided that, you know what, it, this is just getting too much. We're going to kill the kid. <laughs> We're just going to crank it up to a billion. And, well, technically, yeah, I think five. Says overlord, not overload, yeah. overlord. <laughs> so in the nightmare world or wherever this has taken place, the nightmares start to get worse. And the princess mm, calls out. Like locusts. Yeah. It, it gets, yeah every, every monster you can imagine. And the, the princess calls out for Daniel to fight the machines. Rodimus is just start sinking in quicksand. And like, but yeah, in, I guess, the real world, Danny sits up in bed and uh, breaks the chest restraint. And, and the Quinto sounds like, he's awake. But then the monsters from the nightmare are suddenly there in the room and attack the yeah, so this is, yeah, was were these monsters, yeah, none of it makes sense anymore, and also a perfect example why you buy Creepy Glue and not the discount off-brand, <laughs> yeah. um, but the Autobots arrive in the lab like that, they, gr- they grab Daniel, and then the lab blows up, and we see the Quintessons getting evaporated. Uh, well, it must have been all the Creepy Glue they had the thing attached to his head with that insulated him. Creepy Glue for all your insulation needs. Totally, the fumes built up, and that place exploded. <laughs> and it blows up on a nuclear level, and everybody's fine. The Autobots are They're all are standing they're outside, fine. and they're Springer's fine. like, uh, well, where did the princess go? And Rodimus is like, she wasn't real, man. Like, put your dick in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Predacons try to form Predaking. This was a... Yeah, like when Razorclaw is like, all right, that's just about enough for one day. <laughs> then he orders the boys to form Predaking. But uh, Headstrong's leg is too f***ed <laughs> up, so he can't do it. But is so. that a thing? Like, And it's not that it's hugely f***ed up. It's banged up and dented and cut open a bit. Yeah. But no, can't f- do a thing. <laughs> and uh, they retreat. And then we go back to Daniel's room, and he wakes up, yeah. himself again. Yeah. And he tonight he had the worst nightmare yet. But then I picture giant Rodimus. And again, Rodimus is sitting in the room, because <laughs> like, yeah, watching him sleep. Danny wakes up and immediately breaks the chest restraint. Like, if a 10-year-old boy can break free that f***ing easily, it might have been a better idea to hold him down with creepy glue. Creepy glue! For all your... No! Creepy glue does not condone such use of our f***ing product, you sick f***ers. The f*** is wrong with you? Hooking a f***ing kid up to a f***ing machine and make him kill his f***ing friends with his f***ing nightmares. What sick f*** wrote this thing anyway? Hey, idiot, you want to make a f***ing show about a kid conquering his f***ing nightmares? You make the kid the let him slay the f***ing dragon to save the f***ing down, all right? And did you really have to make the f***ing mother? Yeah, that's kind of f***ing teapot with that f***ing lawnmower. Well, there's the end of another episode and uh, another episode of this podcast. <laughs> I guess the next one is going to be the ultimate weapon. Uh, and just parents, so you know, uh, we I know you didn't hear a single f-ing curse word on this one, but this <laughs> is going to be a little goddamn f- <laughs> just comparatively. Well, I mean, we'll probably swear a little more, a little but bit. nothing bad. If you do want to see something bad and tasteless, uh, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P. McPherson one Yep. Make sure you uh, rate and review us on your podcast app. Tell everybody you know. And uh, <laughs> till next time, 
Fuck you. See you next time. Dismantle them.